0: Life audio. This conversation around solitude is really geared towards helping you understand that solitude is not just about being alone, it's about being with God. There's never a moment in time that He is not with us, and there's never a place we can go that He is not. And so solitude is not so much about being alone as it is about being with God. So we're going to talk about that and more today. Stay tuned. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus, how he calls them, how he encourages them, how he equips them. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, helping you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I also include a lot of cultural and historical information that makes these familiar passages of scripture really come alive. This is a great study to do with maybe your teen girls or a group of friends from church, and it will really help you gain confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today, we are continuing this conversation that we've been having all week long about solitude, and I pray that it blesses you. And, um, I remember just being, um, I had worked on staff at a large church and, um, we had several services and I would be teaching for two of the services, teaching the kids for two of the services. So one service, I would sit in the service just to get filled back up. And almost every single time, uh, people would, you know, want to know where extra goldfish crackers are even though there's two boxes sitting right in front of them or want to tell me about uh I don't know you know one lady she wanted to tell me about her vacuum cleaner like and and you know I part of that was my fault because I did not have healthy boundaries with people and I've learned that in the last couple years but um, part of that is people sometimes don't they won't expect it of you unless you expect it of yourself. And so if I had said to those individuals, please talk to me after service or just ignore, I don't want to say just ignore them, but ignored their um, emergent need that seemed to be so emergent for me and I had to be the one to solve it, um, it, it probably, I probably could have taught them how to treat me. But because I didn't know that it was appropriate or healthy even to pull away to get refilled it was a season of just lack and um it's not for it was not for a lack of desire or a lack of calling or a lack of um ability it was it was from a lack of getting filled back up and i approach ministry completely different right now and i guard that time actually on fridays on my calendar, I have a blocked out a chunk of time where I just spend time with Jesus. And that is my time to fill back up. And I don't schedule meetings during that time. Um, I don't take phone calls during that time. I guard that time. So that becomes a place for me to get filled back up. Because I know I'm going to have to continue pouring out the next week. Um, again, in Luke chapter 5, moving on. Uh, the healing of a leper. After the healing of a leper, Jesus, again, withdrew to the wilderness and prayed. And you know, I think we sometimes forget or aren't aware that if Jesus felt like it was a good idea after healing or teaching or preaching or whatever it was he was doing to withdraw and pray and get filled up, Jesus, why don't we realize that we need to do that? And why don't we do that? We're not better at this than Jesus is. Um, and so that could be even, you know, some pride that's mixed in there that we don't even realize. And so I'm, I'm willing, I'm at a place in my life where I'm willing to admit, okay, I need more of God, uh, and his anointing to fill me up in order for me to keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, Matthew 17, another one, um, right. We see that like right before the transfiguration, Jesus sought out silence at a, at a, scripture says a lonely mountain um he, we see how prior to and right after major ministry events jesus was intentional about solitude uh, matthew 26 right before going to the cross um jesus sought the solitude of the garden of gethsemane and he knew what he was getting ready to face and he spent the time in solitude in prayer with god And sometimes it's agonizing sometimes, you know, sometimes when I did the, the, the weekend I had that I referenced earlier, um, a lot of that was spent crying, um, over a lot. I mean, things that I was afraid to process, um, because I was just holding on too tightly to them. And it was a place for me to process my emotions with God. And work through them with God. And I think sometimes we have this temptation to be all excited and sharing and happy when God does something amazing. But when there's something going on in our life, a struggle or something that we are don't know how to handle, the temptation is just to try to deal with it on our own and internalize all the emotions that come with it. And, and the opposite is really true. God wants and longs to be with us in the middle of that mess. So that's how we get through it. Um, but we very rarely go to him and with our brokenness and just say, okay, God, I need your help. And um, really that's kind of the goal of solitude. It's not just, okay, God, give me an agenda, but it's God, this is where I'm struggling and I need your help. And he will meet you there. He totally won't be there. Um, I could go on and on as far as scriptural references, but um, you'll see this all throughout the scriptures. And I would challenge you to even maybe do a study on it on different kinds of different times you see solitude. But what I I think what I want to arrive at is this place of knowing that solitude is more of a state of mind and heart than it is a place. And When you come to a place of solitude, meaning you have taken the time to spend time with God in a way that confirms your relationship with him because you've been silent and you've listened. And of course, this is an ongoing dialogue between you and God. Um, That posture of solitude, that can be maintained at all times, despite the chaos of the world. Um, Right now, even this week, um, you know, who knows what's happening you know there's talk of this being world war 3 or um just you know my husband's former military even he's kind of like you know we're all trying to analyze what's going to happen next um it's chaos but i was noticing this week um There's a lot of peace in our house despite the chaos. And I think it's because over the last couple of years, we've really sought out this place of solitude of seeking God, hearing his voice and being confident in the identity of being a child of God that is provided for and protected and loved and knowing that God is never not with us. So resting in knowing that he's He's there for us and with us. Hey, friends, make sure you come back tomorrow where we will be finishing up this conversation we've been having all week about solitude. I pray that it continues to bless you and draw you into closer relationship with him. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for my friends. And as we pursue this idea of solitude, helping us to understand that it's never about being alone but it's about recognizing that you are always with us that in those hard moments with those hard conversations and those hard feelings that we are afraid to even admit out loud sometimes god that's the place you want to be with us that's the place where we heal that's the place where we can get um the ability to have peace over situations that, that keep us bound. Lord, I pray that in those hard moments, as well as the joyful moments, the ones that we naturally come to you in, God, I pray that you would help us to recognize that you were there. You were amidst each of those circumstances and each of those situations and that you never leave us alone, no matter how we feel. Because how we feel does not determine how you act. And we know that your word says that you never leave us. And so your word is more powerful than our emotions. God, I thank you for that. I thank you for your presence and the way that you long to draw us into a closer relationship with you. And pray for my friends today that they would hear you, they would sense your voice, and they would be obedient to the things you're calling them to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, see you tomorrow, guys. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call in your life,